You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. In today's episode, I am talking about auto-regulation. And no, this is not going to be a discussion all in regards to using RPE or RIR or any of those types of uh, auto-regulation measurements. You know, we aren't going to be discussing that, but I'm going to be discussing a way of auto-regulating that maybe you haven't thought of in the past. Um, Not auto-regulating intensity, which is really what RPE and RIR and all that is for, but how we can also auto-regulate volume, meaning how many sets and really reps that we do. Uh, and my favorite way of actually implementing and doing that. So the first step in really being able to auto-regulate volume, and, and again, what I mean by this is doing more or less in the workout depending on how you feel or you know really listen to your body in terms of what it's telling you in terms of fatigue all right and that takes an advanced lifter this is not something if you're only three four maybe even five years into competitive lifting this isn't really something that i would recommend all right this is not something that i would tell a beginner to do because even if you feel like you've got a grasp on everything, you just you need more training experience to feed off of. You need to have learned and experienced your body and how it responds to training for a long period of time. If you want to do something as advanced as really being able to auto-regulate your volume within a workout, um, you need to have that feedback mechanism really tuned in. Uh, you need to know your limits, and really what you're doing is trying to Get in the session, do the session, and, and do enough to spark change, but not so much that you're taken away from your recovery going into other workouts and in the future. So it's really doing what needs to be done in order to promote a positive change and then getting out and listening to your body to do that rather than just going off a sets and reps type scheme okay so that's how you would go about auto regulating your volume all right but first you need to know what phase you're in what phase of the programming are you in what is your goals uh, with the workout all right so if you're doing uh, so let's say a speed focus workout. Say you're doing like a conjugate structure and you're doing a speed focus workout. Your goal for the session isn't to necessarily accumulate a ton of fatigue, at least muscular-wise. We're not trying to a- increase a bunch of muscular fatigue. Uh, if it was a volume-based workout, say we're doing low sets of high reps, then yeah, we want to be fatigued. We want to spark hypertrophy. That's why we're doing that type of a workout. If we're doing a speed focus workout, what is what are we trying to promote in terms of changes? With a speed workout, we're trying to promote that neuromuscular connection, that uh, efficiency to be able to turn on as many motor units as possible to 
come up with an explosive strength effort. All right. That's what we're trying to do with speed work. And it's not going to feel the same way a volume workout is going to feel. What we want to do with a speed focus workout is feel a slight amount of fatigue. That's okay. Okay, but we want to remain fresh. That workout should really keep us fresh because that's the goal of having it in there because it's going to promote recovery. So we want to feel like we've moved blood around the body. We've gotten into positions we want to be in. We've been explosive doing so. And then we are tacking on sets based on, you know, say we're doing 12 sets of three. We're going to tack on sets based on do we feel we need to do more? Like, where's that line of fatigue? So we know we're not looking to completely trash our bodies. We're not going to that point. Not with speed work. We're going to the point in which we accumulated enough fatigue. We're moving at a quick enough pace to actually develop that work capacity, develop that recovery benefit of um, being able to recover on a quick basis so that we can get right into the next set. You got to know that is the goal with a workout like that. Just as if we're doing volume work. You know, the other day I did a 3 by 10 bench day. All right. And that 3 by 10 that was my structure going in. But I just added sets depending on where I felt my body was at in terms of accumulating fatigue. All right. If I felt I could handle a few more sets, I did a few more sets. Because what I was reading was, in the past, I know where my body needs to be in terms of fatigue in the moment to get a positive effect. Anymore, and then I'm just setting myself up for pec strain, something bad to happen. It's just it's more than I need to do. So I was registering in my head, all right, where is my current level of fatigue? Should I add more sets to this structure? So you want to, to make this effective, you don't want to go in and not know if you're doing a 10 rep set or you're doing a three rep set. You got to have a goal for the day, which is why I said, know your goal, know what you're trying to accomplish in that training session. And then you can auto-regulate about that. So I went in knowing I was going to do a three by 10 and then knowing after that three by 10, depending on where I worked up to, could I handle more sets? Did I feel up to handling more sets? And the answer then was yes. All right, I went in there looking to do the 3 by 10 I could handle more. My body was telling me, yeah, we can handle more until we're at that threshold of fatigue. The other day, I go in, I do a squat workout. Same idea, 3 by 10 right? And I go in there, and I actually just do the 3 by 10 because at the end of that, I was like, all right, I'm already at that point. My body's telling me there's not really a need to do much more. I'm at that level of fatigue that I need to be at to spark progress. So I auto-regulate in terms of that. So maybe there'll be sessions in which you don't even get to, say you're doing a 5 by 10 say you don't even get to 5 sets. Maybe there's some workouts you get to doing more sets than you even planned. All right, so that's where that auto-regulation comes in. But you have to know your goal. Again, if you're in the later phases of training and say you're working on openers right you know where you need to take your body near the end phase of training you don't want to be accumulating fatigue all right we want to be making sure we're feeling fresh and we are uh, making sure that we aren't breaking our bodies down so you're not going to push past any uh, periods of discomfort like you start experiencing discomfort probably time to shut it down 
Uh, if you are starting to accumulate too much fatigue, time to shut it down. We're looking to lift heavy weights for low reps, especially at the end of a training cycle. So know your goal with the workout. Know where you are in the training phase if you're going to try to do this. And then you can begin to auto-regulate your volume like this. Not We're not talking auto-regulate in the intensity, so the weight on the bar. We're not discussing that. That's a separate podcast. But we're talking about volume. So the accumulation of sets and reps with the current weight that you have selected. Okay, That is what we're looking to auto-regulate. And I just gave you a few examples about how I went in doing a 3 by 10 and I tacked on a few extra sets just because I didn't feel I hit that fatigue threshold yet. I felt too fresh, so to speak. And that's how you read it. You just listen to your body. All right. And again, if you are within five years of training and competing, then this isn't for you. It's just not. You, know, you could probably get away with auto-regulating intensity earlier on, but in terms of auto-regulating volume, it really it comes down to knowing, doing enough over time to understand your body. You know, running all kinds of different programming structures. Um, you know, just going through the paces, going through the paces, having those real dog it out workouts where you probably push yourself too far, um, doing workouts where you didn't do enough getting frustrated in between, just everything that comes with training over the years and learning your body through that process. That's where you can get a good feel of, did I do enough? Did I do too much? Where do I need to be? And you know, just because you get prescribed, like I say, uh, say you have a 3 by 10 3 by 5 whatever it may be, just because you're prescribed that doesn't mean that's going to be optimal. And that, as a coach, I'll tell you, is difficult. Too. You ask me, how do you give someone a three by eight versus someone else four by eight? You know, how do you regulate how much volume you give someone? That's tough because you have to know the person. You have to have feedback from the person on what they can handle, um, depending on how long you've worked with the person. Um, you know, what you've done in the past. Have they been able to handle that? Have they made progress from that? All right, let's add a little bit to it over time. Um, so you're always trying to accumulate volume in one way or the other, how much you give to someone as a coach, that's always a difficult thing. Um, so the best way to really go about it is to build an understanding that even though say you were given a prescribed three by 10, you know, at the root of it, what are we trying to accomplish in a session like that? We want to have enough fatigue to build hypertrophy. We want to, you know, you don't want to come out of that feeling like a spring chicken. It's not enough work for you then. So either you had to raise the weight or you had to add some sets or whatever the case may be, add an AMRAP onto it. That's what an advanced lifter will be able to do. Okay. They'll be able to be able to take a structure that someone gives them. They'll be able to get a structured program off the internet and they'll be able to twist and turn things around and be able to auto-regulate not only the intensity but they'll be able to auto-regulate the volume as well all right training can be as simple as just going into the gym and doing enough to break yourself down that day and again depends on your goal if that's what you're trying to do on a specific day but just pick an exercise do enough it really can be as simple as that just do enough to feel fatigued and get the hell out some days you might feel fatigued earlier. Some days you might be able to handle more. 
It really depends. I mean, caffeine can play a, a huge player in that. You know, it's been shown in studies. Caffeine helps stave off um, feelings of fatigue. All right, so you know, it really depends on a lot of factors going into a session. Did you did you sleep well? Did you have a shitty day at work? You know, there's a lot of psychological factors in there as well, but. Uh, being able to auto-regulate volume is a great way to be able to pace yourself through a training cycle because you're not going to do too much too soon just because your program says to do a 5x5. Five five. All right, you're not going to set yourself up next session to feel trash to be able to actually execute. All right, so being able to have that in your back pocket to rely on is a huge, huge thing. So I just wanted to discuss that a little bit today. I hope you guys take away something from what we just talked about. Um, that's a big thing. Thinking not only auto-regulate in, in terms of intensity. Everyone is familiar with RPE. Everyone is familiar with RIR, reps and reserved, rating of perceived exertion. Right? We all have that kind of ranking system of all right, how how heavy was his weight. You know, we we can we can compartmentalize that and understand that, but. Um, understanding you know, the volume factor to it too, like just how much work should we be doing um, is something that you can auto-regulate -reg as well. It just takes time uh, to actually get real proficient at that. All right? It's just something that takes a bit of time. And no new lifters want to hear that, so sorry for all you new lifters out there, all you novices. Uh, this isn't really something for you. This isn't really the podcast for you. You got to put in your time. You got to put in that experience. You got to earn it. Um, you know, it's something you could start doing, but to really be proficient at utilizing auto regulation in terms of volume, you just you have to go through your paces. It's the only way to understand what the ceiling is and what the basement is. All right. So, with that being said, I appreciate everyone tuning in. You can do me a huge favor. Please share with a friend. Please share to your social media. Let everyone know about the uh, the bench cast. I really appreciate it. It helps spread word of the podcast. More people listen. I can influence more lifters. And that's the end goal. So I appreciate it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Benchcast, and I will talk to y'all next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.